Welcome to Hands at the Table. I'm your co-host, Jeff Bramhall. Alongside fellow massage therapist, Bori Saranyi, this podcast shows massage therapists how powerful our profession can be. We believe that as a craft and as a profession, massage therapy is only limited by a therapist's imagination and willingness to put in the work. By sharing what we're learning, what we're working on, and what's captured our interest, we hope to broaden your perspective, inspire you to set your standard high, and invest in your craft. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Hands at the Table with Bori and Jeff again. And then this month, we're talking about continuing education and giving reviews about classes that we took or interviews or discussions that we listened to and kind of talking about how we're going to incorporate those new things into our practices. So these are very good episodes if you're interested in any kind of content and like if you're unsure like which way you want to go or what are you interested in, definitely listen to this month's um, podcast. So this time, Jeff is going to talk about an interview, a discussion that he listened to with the founder of TRE, which is Tension and Trauma Releasing Exercises. And the founder is David Vercelli. And I'm really curious about like, how did you even come about this interview? And what was your experience about it? What is even TRE? Like, I'm not even sure. And what was that interview about? Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so I have been exposed to TRE um, about a, a little bit less than a year ago at this point through, um, through a, a, a friend and a friend and colleague who had been using this as a, he had been using TRE as a compliment to some of he's also a, a massage therapist and he was using TRE as a compliment to, um, a compliment to his, to his work. He had turned me on to it and, and I ultimately, uh, booked a session with, uh, booked a virtual session with a, a woman who did here, who, um, who taught, who teaches TRE around in my, around my area. And, um, we, and I just had a really, um, had a really, really interesting experience with it. So I, and, uh, and through the, um, through the, the program, the, through, um, Eddie, Ed, uh, Eddie's program, science of touch, he, periodically we do, um, we have q and a Q&A with Q and A's with industry folks. And, and in this, one of them, uh, this past months was, uh, David Bercelli, um, who's the founder of TRE. So Bercelli is a really, really, really interesting dude in general. So he's got a PhD in psychology. He's got a huge, he's got a lot of background and has spent a lot of time overseas, a lot of time in, he spent a lot of time in war zones and in places that have had, that are, that are, in, that are post-war and places where people have had really huge, like where collective groups of people have had really huge, have had collective traumatic events. Mm. And, um, he, or he had, he kind of systematized this, the, this thing called TRE, um, uh, which depending on, <laughs> it's funny cause like it, you know, the first, it's kind of primarily known and primarily used uh, called trauma releasing exercises, but it's really, it, it's, it's so much more than trauma. Um, but he had come up with this, this system kind of looking at how animals, uh, animals generally tremor, right? Like if you watch a cat wake, when your cat wakes up, it'll do this big stretch and like it, the whole, its whole body will kind of vibrate. Dogs do the same thing. People sort of do, but don't, we don't really let ourselves get there. And so his, so what he ha- kind of 
you know, his hypothesis in creating TRE was that if we can let the body, like give the body a little of the space to get out of the way, the psoas can, the psoas can tremor. And that tremoring, that tremoring is very, can be very, um, can have a really profound physical effect, but also can have, have a pretty profound, um, emotional effect. Uh, and, and, and it can be really helpful with what he found in, in, he's done a lot of, um, he, they've done a lot of studies with it. And what they found was that people who were able to do this tremoring in groups were able to kind of collectively move past trauma in really, uh, unique ways. Um, so the idea, I realize I'm kind of jumping around, but the idea behind TRE is that it's a, like TRE as it's taught now is essentially, um, tiring out or like, yeah, like kind of overloading all of the muscles of the lower body so that the only thing that's left is the, is the only thing that's left that's got a lot of that, that is kind of primed to move is the psoas. So it's a series of seven exercises, most of which are done standing, but it's like standing calf raises, like there's some rocking to kind of open up at the ankles. Then you do standing calf raises. Uh, then you're doing, uh, then you do kind of like a basic hinge. You do, uh, there, there's a wall sit. There's kind of a deep stretch for the nat for adductors. There's a deep, there's a, there's a, a deep stretch into extension kind of opening up the front of the body. And then those are all, which are done. Those are all that are done standing. And then you lay down on your back kind of butterfly your feet together and raise your raising, raise your hips and closing your knees together. So it's, it's mm -hmm. just, it, so on your, on your back, uh, soles of your feet together, knees falling out to the side, lifting up your hip and then squeezing, lifting your hips up mm -hmm. and then squeezing your knees. Um, and if you do that, even, even just, even just getting into that position, your knees will start to tremor really. Like they'll kind of start to wobble a little bit. And with TRE done, done correctly or done correctly, uh, done the way that's intended, you kind of let those tremors happen. And then you just sit there letting your kind of on with your, like laying on your back with your butt down, your feet flat on your feet, flat on the floor, your knees bent and your knees just start wobbling and your knees are just kind of shaken and you just let them shake for like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Wow. And it is such a strange but really <laughs> pleasant thing and, and he, he you can you can find like you can look up like Bercelli tre on youtube and he actually they they have like they've released it like there's a it, it they you can follow along with like them saying like his organization saying hey this is it go do it um mm. and like here's how and like you can they guide you it's it's really really cool um, personally, my experience from it was that I, like, I immediately went from having like next to no space between my ribs and my hips, like, uh, especially on my left side from like a lot of compression on that side to genuinely feeling like five or six inches taller, which is not right. actually the case. But I was just like, I went from having very little space to like, I gained yeah. probably like two, two fingers widths, uh, yeah. above my crest of my hip, which was nice. really interesting. But, um, the whole system is, is really, I, I almost think about it as like, uh, it's like a physical reset of mm -hmm. your, of like the, of your, of your nervous system and of your lower body. 
So if someone, and, and I don't have direct experience with it from a traumatic standpoint, but from like a kind of a physical overwhelm standpoint, it, it just like, I do it when I feel like I, I, I will do it probably once every couple of weeks when I feel like I'm just kind of like a little worn out and I will mm-hmm. invariably feel so, so much better. And it's, and it doesn't really, really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It makes, I mean, actually, no, it makes plenty of sense, but it's, it's just, it's just really funny to be like, wow, this feels this, this, I feel really good after this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something I've been, that, that was something I found really, really interesting, um, mm-hmm. uh, as a, uh, as a practice. So, yeah. yeah. Did he talk about why this was or? He didn't really talk about why the psoas as so much as he talked about how um, how the psoas how the psoas fits in in uh, among different traditions and mm. how and different places where they've kind of like different different traditions which have found which which do oh, yeah. things that are kind of analogous to this right um, yeah. Yeah, I and I kind of wish that I had been able to ask a couple of questions that I wasn't able to ask during the during the uh, during the interview because it was because it, it was just so it was. He's a really he's a really charming teacher as well. Mm. Like he has like he he he's. I just really I, I would have loved to have he I, I could have I could listen to him talk for a really long time. Is kind of what I mean. Mm. But as as to why the so has no, I don't I don't think so. yeah. I. I he didn't really address it. And I always go back to like Ida Rolf and, um, and you know, or, and like Douglas Hill and like the people that I've really learned from that have informed a lot of my, a lot of the lens that I use in looking at the body of like, okay, the psoas, like the psoas is kind of primacy in hip flexion and also stability and also linking the top and the bottom of the body and like all of these things that it does. And I know that, um, I know that other people have had really profound, um, really profound reactions through, like through this kind of work. And for mm-hmm. people who are, and, and I see this as having a huge, huge opportunity for people who are, you know, engaged in healing or engaged mm-hmm. in getting better, but are really, but are hesitant to have someone else's hands on them. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is, I find this like particularly powerful when thinking about like, when thinking about somebody who either, you know, the past year might be a good example of like Mm -hmm. people not being able to have hands on them. But the other, the other idea of people who just, you know, people who are, are, yeah, yeah, people who just don't want to. And it's just a way that uh, it's a way that we can, you know, as body workers can uh, meet more people where they are and, and mm-hmm. meet people and like kind of honor the spots that they're honor the spot that they're in. And this can be, can be an avenue to a different relationship with their, with someone, this yeah. can be an avenue for someone to have a different relationship with their body, whether that leads okay. to body, like hands-on body work or not, it could potentially open up that window or it can just change their own, ex- change where their experience is. And all of that is great. Yeah. And then the fact that you mentioned that like he worked in like war zones and everything, like I don't think people have the capacity to like pay or even like have body work done. But mm-hmm. I always really, really appreciate these teachers who come up with these ways where you can self-heal yourself in a in a safe way of mm-hmm. like your body's gonna give you only enough or only as much as you can handle. Whereas if you go to like even if you can go like to like any kind of like mental health practitioner like a psychotherapist like they can definitely push you over the edge 
but your body will very rarely do that because mm -hmm. it know it knows better what your limits are because it is the limit you're that's it, you're getting it how much you can yeah right yeah if you're not dissociated from your body it you won't you can't your body can't your body won't overwhelm you Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that's really cool about this is that it's, is that it's practiced, it can be practiced in groups. Mm -hmm. So there can, so one of the things, so one of the things that he's done in the past is he's, and he's done this with, he's done this with a lot of, a lot of folks in the military is folks coming back from overseas. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, these are all like, it's all like, you know, strong military guys, mm -hmm. but they can all come into a room and like, and they can create and he can he can foster creating a safe a safe container for them mm. and then they just do this and you don't have to say anything right right, right? it's like it, this is a way to physiologically get through some of those blocks that mm -hmm. that might show up and as a as an adjunct to as an adjunct to whatever whatever else they're doing or even just on its own it it yeah. can be it, it's it, he's he's seen some really amazing stuff i i've heard about some pretty incredible stories as well mm. but the thing That's that awesome. really drove me to want to talk about him is because he's been doing this for a pretty long time and he has he brings so much joy to this kind of work he is so he has so much light and so much um just such a he's just a so he's radiant in his in the way that he speaks and it's very genuine and it's not like it's it's very genuine and it's not um it's not idealistic it's or it's not naive but it's he does but it has but he has this real genuine idealism for how we can improve our relationships to our bodies to each other uh, and to, to the world. It's, it's really, um, I, I thought it was really profound to hear him talk about that. And it was something that I also noticed with, um, uh, the, the woman who taught me TRE, she like, we were laughing the whole time. Like we were doing it over zoom and like, my legs are like, my legs are just like wobbling back and forth. And like, and, and the whole time we're just like hamming it up, having a, like a really fun conversation. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, to, to take something that, you know, like the title of it, trauma releasing exercises sounds very heavy and very severe, mm -hmm. but to take that like heavy, severe title and to, and to imbue it with like joy and happiness and acceptance and like, and this peacefulness, it's like, that's the kind of stuff that is just like, that's like, a, that's a really, that's something that I found really, really special. And it's something that I think as practitioners like that that as practitioners we you know maybe we can maybe we can be thoughtful about that like how much like are we bringing joy into our sessions are we creating a space where like you know are, are we creating a you know do we have a relation are, are we creating a relationship with our clients that is based on deficits or is based on uh based on pain or based on failures or is it or is it something that we can or are these things that can be based on like you know, based on the joy of like the, the positivity that comes with the fact that like, you know, your client who may come in with all of these things that are wrong, but at the same time, like they're a fully functional human being that like, that's raising, that's raising yeah. kids. And like, they put yeah. on pants and they came out like, mm -hmm. that's pretty freaking good. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. let's not, let's not lose sight of like, let's, let's not take, let's not take everything for granted. Mm -hmm. and, and that was something that like, that I found that Bercelli and, you know, even if you watch the the TRE 
the TRE video on YouTube, like even there, like you can hear the instructor, like, like just like, she's got this, like, just, she's like, she's just like on the edge of laughter the whole time. Mm. And, and that's, and that's one of the things that, that Bercelli talks about in like, in, um, doing like a story that he told where he was, um, he was working with, I think it was in Brazil. He was working with like a group of people that had, that had gone through some like heavy stuff. And they just like, you know, like in the set, like in this like group shake, this group tremoring that, that they're doing, like someone starts crying and then a bunch of people start crying and then everyone starts laughing. And like, and they, and afterwards they're all, they all have this totally different relationship to themselves and to each other. And it was just like, it's just beautiful. And like, you know, imagine what we could do if we were able to kind of wear those emotions on our sleeve and, and we could like feel safe to have, you know, to have feelings with other people, like be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Have like have feelings with other people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really love those practitioners. It's so interesting because, you know, like sometimes I feel like these people who like went to the, you know, anywhere and seen so much trauma and they know exactly the depth of human suffering and they've seen everything but they also have this like on the other side like coming out of it have this ultimate like trust and faith of the resiliency of the human spirit and the human soul and like really just like hanging on to that it's like i've seen like they've seen everything and they still have this or not still, but like, especially because of that, they have this experience and deep faith in survival and how strong we are and how strong the soul and the spirit can be because you are still here. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, I think like that's a very valuable point. And what you mentioned, like, how do you, um, you know, how do you bring this to your clients of like, yeah, are you hammering down on the pain and the deficit and the suffering? Or are you hammering down on the point is like, yeah, but you're here and you're working out and you're moving and you live your life and you're on the path to be to like feeling better. And that's like two very different points. And one of them empowers the client and empowers the patient and gives them hope and, and like instills that trust in themselves and then yeah that's beautiful awesome yeah that's I really love those teachers too um so how are you going to incorporate that into your practice or like how what, what, what were your points that you could take away like in practice so one of the things that I, I one of the places that I, I think that it's going to show up is I have a few clients that I work with remotely and this is something that can kind of go into that remote, um, go into that remote, the remote client toolbox. Um, right. I also have, I also have clients where, um, in our work together, like, you know, maybe we can never quite get a psoas to, uh, like, kind of, never can quite get the psoas to fire the way we want to think that, that we both, that we both mm -hmm. believe that it should. And I wonder if, and this is something that I'm like, that I think like maybe one of our sessions, like we start off with, like we'll spend like, it takes some time. So it's like half an hour or so, but like, you know, maybe in a session we do half an hour of this and then see what happens to like, like leading off with this. I guess I, I think there's, you know, without overstepping, without overstepping, 
you know, without stepping out of my lane, I think there are ways that there are, there are, uh, I think people tend to have things holding them back Mm -hmm. and it's not our job to directly address the things that are holding them back that aren't physical, that aren't immediately physical or primarily physical. Um, and this is, this, this seems like it could be a way to kind of step around that door so that we don't have to go into the things that aren't, that aren't, that don't need to be said and get the outcomes that they're, that they come to us for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's where I, that's where I see it fitting in and, yeah. you know, and, and also I look at it as something that potentially like, um, you know, I'm, as I'm building up some different relationships, like maybe this is a class that I run, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe we, you know, <laughs> maybe when I can, we can start having gatherings indoors, part of my indoor gatherings can be like running one of these sessions with a handful of people, right? right? Oh. Like just to mm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good with the, with the online clients for sure. And like, I think like, it's really, it's really important for us now to like include those, like find those techniques that we can incorporate there and like help them and um, really just get into it. And definitely I'm, I always think about like the scope of practice too, but again, like you don't have to touch on the trauma. Like we're working with the body and like, when they do these exercises it's, it's an exercise it's a body-based mm-hmm. something and like whatever happens happens but um yeah I think like I was I was just thinking about it, I was like how would it feel when your psoas is nice and like just cool and chill I'm like that must be a really good feeling I don't think I had that for a while so. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty cool it's a very it's a very freeing feeling and that's like, and that freedom is like, that's the thing that, that's the thing that I find that I'm like, that's the thing that I'm chasing with my clients is like, how do we find right. freedom? You know? Right. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Let's, um, anything else that you would like to add from it or like from this interview? Uh, no, I, I think it's a great, it's another great plug mm-hmm. for Eddie's course, the, the science of touch, uh, <laughs> science of touch. It's like to throw another one af- af- after him. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed, I, I enjoy those conversations. I enjoy having those conversations a real lot. And I think, um, the other, the, but the only thing I would say is like, go, go on YouTube search. Uh, we'll put the link to this and the we'll put the YouTube link in the show notes to this episode. It's, you can do it yourself, set aside half an hour and try it because it's cool yes awesome i will definitely look it up and i think the motto for this episode is going to be chasing freedom i like that when you said that i'm like oh that goes in a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt awesome thank you so much for sharing that that's definitely something that we can all look into and i really enjoy those teachers and that's why i really enjoy these conversations too because we always bring something new and something different to each other so the podcast is not just for us though for us to have fun so um anybody who has any questions like uh jeff is gonna he's the hands behind the voice so he's gonna be the one including the links and everything uh, so j- go check it out. And if you have any questions to him or to me, just you can just comment or leave us a comment and um, or any questions. So awesome. Thank you, Jeff, for participating in that uh, interview and uh, sharing all this with us. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
And we'll see you guys next week on Hands at the Table. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Hands at the Table. If you got something out of this episode, have comments or topics you'd like us to cover, please let us know by tagging us on Instagram. Bori is at restore underscore revive underscore therapy, and Jeff is at just breathe manual therapy. We'd also appreciate if you can take a minute to leave us a rating, like, or review wherever you listen. It'll help other people find us. We'll see you next week.